Hello, everyone. Welcome to GeoTalk's first episode. As you guessed that, we are here too, talking about geospatial trends and new solutions in this direction. Today, Rabih Bu Rashid with me as our first guest. He is founder of Falcon Eye Drones Company from Dubai. Hello, Rabih. Welcome again. How are you? Hi. Hi. Um, good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's, it's my pleasure, really, uh, and we are really exciting to start a fresh podcast with guests like you. So, would you please explain yourself one more time for our audiences? I think we should start to hear who is Robbie with your words. Okay, well, um, I've started um, a drone company about six years ago. Uh, with the with the mind of uh, you know kind of transforming the G word basically, so digitizing all that uh, process. So, like I said, we decided on Dubai because at the time there was nobody doing this from from a drone point of view um, in this region. So we looked at the GCC region and the Middle East, and nobody was actually flying drones to produce maps or to do any. Uh, topography work or any geoinformatics works in that uh, domain. So that was an easy decision to come here. And um, we initially we started with professional drones. Mm-hmm. Um, we used only fixed wing drones. Um, at the time, there was a company called Delertec. Um, there's a company called Sea Astral. They provided or they manufactured uh, very high end at the time, obviously, Uh, solutions that allowed us to start creating these maps. So we we've been doing this now for about six years, and obviously the technology evolved. Um, we have better drones, safer equipment, more accurate equipment, which uh, we'll probably get into later. But yeah, that's the background. So we we right now have mapped thousands and thousands of kilometers in the region. We operate across uh, the GCC now, so we have office in Saudi and office in Dubai, Abu Dhabi. We fly in Oman. Uh, we've done work in Qatar as well. Um, so this is our area of coverage. Yeah. Uh, well, how is your going to work life during the pandemic? Uh, actually, uh, uh, are you still working at home, or have you started to drone services again? Because uh, yeah. uh, we, we, we heard something, uh, Dubai government has allowed something, but uh, it includes drone services also? Yeah. yeah, we had interruption to our services, obviously, like every other business uh, around April, end of March, April and May period. Mm-hmm. Uh, but officially here, work has resumed. So for the last almost four weeks, mm-hmm. uh, the public sector has resumed. Um, the private sector, obviously, they they have a choice for us. We we're keeping a certain capacity in the office, so we're not not everybody's coming in. Uh, I'm personally coming in on a daily basis since for the last six weeks or so since June June 14, I think, or June 7. I can't remember exactly. So I've been back on a daily basis to the office. Um, most of the management team comes on a daily basis. Uh, our operation team doesn't need to come to the office. So we kind of made it easy for them to keep equipment with them between their cars and their homes and wherever they want to store them to avoid 
unnecessary contact basically so they have missions on the ground they need to go fly somewhere they don't yeah, need yeah. to come into the office yeah 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 you are lucky one to operate uh, and moving this uh, and also uh, i'm wondering that uh, which kind of services do you have yeah and uh, what is the main goal of falcon i group uh, would you please explain some details about you Yeah, um, like I mentioned, we, we started this with a huge focus on aerial mapping and aerial surveys. Mm -hmm. uh, and we did this for about two to three years. And we kind of, we believe that we mastered it. And we were one of the leading companies uh, around the world that could, could produce very high accuracy uh, just from drone data. Uh, but then we also moved to doing asset inspection using drones. So instead of the using the fixed wings, we, we were using multi-rotors to do, uh, let's say, we'd inspect the bridge um, by way of digitizing it. So we collect the data as if we're mapping it and we convert it into a, um, uh, a digital twin that could be used for inspections, could be used for you know, repairs, could be used for uh, uh, future expansions and so on. So our business model is Uh, drone as a service, but also software as a service. So we, we, we don't just sell drone service, we actually give you data. So as far as the end client is concerned, they receive from us reports uh, and, and, you know, be it physical or cloud-based uh, reporting. And, but yeah, the day-to-day -day activities is you, we collect data on the field, um, we process it in our offices, and um, we provide data at the other end. Mm -hmm. our, our, our level, um, our, our area of reach now is very, is very wide, it's almost international. So I don't know if you heard last year we were ranked at a seventh uh, drone as a service company in the world in, when it comes to aerial surveys and mapping. Mm -hmm. um, and this year we actually teamed up with Uh, Aeroline and Measure, which are which were on the list of like number number two and number five or number four, so so the three companies are merged now under the Aerodyne Group, and mm -hmm. which brings us today to probably the largest drone as a service company in the world, with 25 you know offices across uh, the planet, almost on every continent. Yes, uh, thank you for details. And uh, we we learned uh, more about you. And also, uh, we know that UAE has many different dynamics. Mm -hmm. Especially, I'm wondering that uh, how was changed the customer expectation from your side during the pandemic. Yeah, that's uh, that's a very interesting question. I mean, um, I don't know if you've um, how much you know about drones if, if you've worked with them, but. The public perception about drones has always been negative. Uh, yeah. Drones, before commercializing them and using them for, you know, mapping and good things, they were mm -hmm. weapons of war. They were, you know, they're just famous for bad things. And in recent years, they were famous for shutting down airports or invading people's privacy. Nobody really liked drones. So the public perception, the media perception was always negative. Uh, during, during the pandemic, that kind of... We had a shift, mostly because we started to see drones or, you know, the public started to see drones in a different light. Uh, so drones right now are saving lives. Drones are spraying the streets and killing, you know, viruses. Drones are being yeah. used to, um, to maintain 
social distancing, by using them to uh, do crowd control, to disperse people that are refusing to, to you know, uh, commit to the restriction and, you know, not, not socializing and so on. Um, that's from a social standpoint. And also, in a professional point of view, lots of companies realize that with the reduced number of workers, uh, that, that, that was enforced on a lot of businesses that, you know, you, you can only operate at 30% capacity and, and so on, depending on which country you're in. They realized that has, having a drone on site would have allowed them to continue to be a bit more productive. So because drones are, you know, with, if, you're, if you're mapping it, a, an area of, let's say, 10 kilometers square um, with one team, uh, with one ground team, you probably need five, six, seven months, depending on the density of the data you're collecting. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's it was uh, terrible uh, before the drones, but yeah. uh, today's we can say that okay, uh, just one week enough exactly. for us. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. So we can the job done with a week. So when and with the, with the, with a lot less people. So when when you're not allowed to have more than let's say three people in a car, you can't have a survey team. But a drone team can be one person or two people max. It doesn't have to be you know this huge number of cars and you know people grouping and and working together. So that also brought the professional industry uh, closer. So I don't think it's just in the UAE. I think internationally the the whole drone industry got a boost. Um, I would like mm -hmm. to say maybe a fast forward two years into the future boost. So yeah. it's, a, it's a positive, uh, at least one positive thing out of this that came out for us is we, we start to get more attention. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the one of uh, just uh, one of benefits yeah. of the pandemic. And maybe uh, it is the most powerful effect, the boosting digitalization and yeah. uh, this technology is really uh, i i'm happy about that just yeah. just for this yeah so yeah that's uh, that's one advantage i mean obviously there was a bit of loss of business during the pandemic we we couldn't reach areas because they were blocked to outsiders and so on uh, and we're still facing some some so some areas in the UAE are still uh, closed down uh, we can't go and work there even though we have projects but in the large scheme of things, uh, for our industry, the corona was good. Yeah. Uh, in this direction, are you planning to add additional drone services such as healthy industry? Actually, I want to hear your strategy about this. Yeah, um, well, our biggest focus today is, as I mentioned, in the survey and mapping field and mm -hmm. the inspection and digitalization field. But yeah. we, are, uh, we are focusing right now to launch the agricultural side of business using drones. Yeah. So we've yeah. already done some work, but we don't have a huge department for that yet. So we've done some work in agriculture. We've mapped a lot of farms. We've done work for you know, uh, vegetation, uh, health checks. We've done a lot of work with palm trees here in the UAE, but that, side of the business for us is still small and we have plans to expand this side of the business so we so we go into uh, more and more agriculture yeah sure uh, agriculture is uh, the best uh, example because uh, we are going to food crisis and uh, we know all that uh, so uh, 
are you focusing the precise agriculture yeah. uh, it was uh, a good point i think uh, it will be more important day yeah, by day yeah, and uh, we we need more quality food and we need to uh, provide for all over the world with good quality and uh, faster delivered uh, so it was a really good choice for you i think yeah. that's my opinion yeah yeah absolutely yeah i mean you have uh, global warming that is going to affect food security so and we live in an area where um, we're already living in global warming our 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 weather is very extreme and when this weather yeah, starts yeah. moving more and more uh, north then then we'll have the experience on how to deal with it so it's we're doing our part in kind of getting ready for this uh, situation yeah. that sounds good so uh, the last question is uh, actually uh, we know that anything will not be same as old after the pandemic yeah so uh, what is your prediction actually uh, you mentioned before but uh, i would like to uh, what exactly thinking uh, thinking you about serving industry yeah. uh, are you uh, have any prediction Do you have any prediction about this? Um, well, like I mentioned before, we should get a, we should get a boost in uh, in the industry when it comes to drones, because mm-hmm. because we're gonna realize that, and if this ever to happen again, we need to be ready for, and to be ready for it means minimizing number of staff, and to do this, you will need to use technology, and when it comes to surveying today, drones are amazing, and in terms of technology as well, we know that the drones are getting more and more automated. Yeah, uh, sure. So in the future, we don't even need to leave uh, our homes or our offices to actually do the job. We can deploy the drones. We can leave them on the field, you know, and remotely operate and do all of this. Especially sure, when regulations. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so again, part of the my expectation and prediction is also the regulators are being hit with the reality that drones are so important and they should be regulated very quickly, especially. Uh, BV loss, uh, beyond visual line of sight operations. So today, in every country in the world, BV loss is still illegal, except for um, some drones like the like the EBX, for instance, from SenseFly. It has the certification mm-hmm. to fly beyond line of sight in some countries, but not in every country. Uh, and and I think op- uh, regulators and civil aviation authorities was gonna were gonna look at this pandemic and realize that if we had the regulations ready, then we could have dealt with this better. So I think also regulations are going to be easier. We're going to be able to map large areas uh, or even larger areas because beyond visual line of sight is going to be something legal and allowed. Yeah. Yes, uh, here we come to end of the first episode. So thanks for that great conversation and accepting to join the series. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. By the way, our audiences may want to find you after the broadcast. So before the closing, would you like to share your social media accounts or email address to find you easily? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the best way to find me is on LinkedIn. So my, yeah. uh, my account is my full name, really. That's also just LinkedIn at mm-hmm. Rabia Burash or forward slash Rabia Burash. So it's... Um, 
a very easy URL. I can share with you the link. Yes. The, but it's I'm just sure linkedin.com slash linkedin ravia-bu-rashid. Just my full name. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. It was a tasty conversation for us. I hope you liked too. If you want to get an alert from new episodes, don't forget to follow us on Serving Group official social media accounts. Would you like to be our next guest? Please send an email with the address podcast at servinggroup.com and attach a little description about you and working side. See you. Bye.